Live from the cusp of greatness, Ooh. it's Ooh. the Vocal Minority Podcast. Oh, much so nice. High. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to this week's episode of the Vocal Minority Podcast, the podcast that is once again recording from inside a tin can, but hey, at least you're getting a show this week, so huzzah. On this week's show, we talk CCL, more CCL, MLS games with the kids, more MLS games with the kids, and more. On this week's show, we have a founder ultra in training. It's Mark Hinckley. Oh, God damn. <laughs> oh god damn oh, i didn't pick this i would never pick this we'll cover this later okay uh, he's, <laughs> still trying to figure out what york nine stands for it's duncan fletcher it, it's the nine boroughs of york region people have explained oh, this no to me fun. You went Brooklyn, and figured it Bronx, out. Queens, Manhattan, Staten Island. What are the other four? <laughs> Who knows? I'm sorry, uh, sorry, sorry. Old Queens, old Staten Island, old Brooklyn. Because it's not New York, it's just regular York, so I assume the others are just old. Is there it like go. Hell's yeah. Kitchen or, you know, something like that? So yeah, old Hell's uh, Kitchen. There we go. Uh, Tony also, can't be with us. Golf leaves golf. Yes, of course. Yes. Uh, Tony can't be with us this week. Uh, he might actually still be at the airport, which is what he deserves since he's abandoning us for a warmer, sunnier climate. Jerk. Uh, as for me, uh, I am taking extra vitamin C to bolster, bolster my immune system and trying to figure out what bloody port they're talking about for Port City. Um, is it port we could drink? Because that would be lovely. A city that makes port. I'm all Ooh. for that. It's entirely possible. Um, I know. I am your host, Kristen Knowles, and now to our show. First up is the the game we didn't get to talk about last week. It's the CCL away leg post match. Yay! Yeah, that was that was fun. That was that was that was woohoo! Guys, we did it. They did it. It was kind of scary, but sure, the end. Well, I know, but games like that are supposed to be. So yes. They survived Josie's injury, which was, you know, good, good, good moment of early terror. That was fun. Um, bit of sustained pressure from the Eagles, an own goal. Thank you, offside flag. Um, hey. Another injury, lasers, of course. Um, maybe a little help. It doesn't. I don't think it works like this. Not in this. <laughs> not in this streaming thing. The no. going to be way off. <laughs> It's going to be the shittiest rave you've ever been to. <laughs> but the light show. Yeah. Ooh. DJ can't mix music. Yeah. <laughs> um, they didn't get the usual CONCACAF ref. So depending wow. on who you are, that was kind of nice. As in us. Uh, and yes, 
you know, they didn't win. They, they ended up not having the clean sheet. Thanks a lot, Michael Bradley. Um, but, you know, comprehensive and at times pretty clinical. Not always the first half again, not as much. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they didn't lose. That was a really solid aggregate win. Um, and then the fucking final. So yeah. these are all good things. Go figure. It's craziness. Absolute craziness. Yes. Um, yes. Silly, silly fun. Moment of the match. My moment of the match was the bizarre celebratory scream I yelped out when Oso buried the first goal. Now, to give you a good description, as best <laughs> as I could recollect, it's the sound of equal excitement and self-doubt colliding in one's vocal cords. Very descriptive, my boy. Yeah, yeah it, it was, I gotta back, I'm going to back up. It was kind of like, Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I hope that if, for those of you who paid for the video podcast, what a waste. But uh, yeah, that's what it kind of came out like because it was shocked. And then it was like waiting for the rest flag to go up. And then it was like, holy shit, they scored one at Azteca. And then it, like, it was just, it was, it was a, it was an emotional roller coaster for everyone. So for me, I'd say it was more like, oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, he scored. Yeah. <laughs> Fair. Really? That's also also an acceptable and totally plausible sound effect. Yeah. I'm mm. um, sure I'll pile on and go with that as the uh, the moment of the match uh, as well. But uh, it, you know, it was a very good move and a nice little finish by Osorio. Well done mm. for him being in the right position. But why did so many people seem to have the need to you know, pretend it was all some super well planned thing and Ricketts passed to Osorio? That bit kind of baffles me. Uh, Because he did. Anyway, let's go on. Kristen, what did you think? (laughs) (laughs) I've watched the replay, Duncan. Unfortunately, I think you're right. They've they've got to you as well, haven't they, Mark? They've got to you. Um, I, I of course, took Ricketts past Osorio. No. (laughs) As you do. No, I love angry, smiling Duncan. It's so much fun. Um, no, actually, uh, the Soros goal is the, that was the moment in which I didn't see my cat for another hour and a half because she went and hid because I was yelling so much. Um, but Josie's injury, actually, it was kind of, I was like, oh no, because I thought that was like the start of all the calamities that were about to befall them. I just assumed that that was the domino that was going to happen. So for me, for the longest, for the first while, I was still like so focused on waiting for, you know, the next three shoes to drop and this all to go horribly awry. That's a lot of footwear. I know, right? A lot of footwear. I don't don't own that many shoes, so. All right. Man of the match. I'll go with Alex Bono. Uh, did what he had to do more or less well and did some particularly spectacular things. So, yeah, well done. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, the Uzbek ref, uh, Stan something. I don't know. But anyway, he was absolutely perfect. And Marcus. Club America. Hang on. Just uh, oh, Duncan, fuck off. Okay. I really got – Duncan, fuck off with the laser. Okay. I, I really got – Club America really – Duncan, enough with the laser. Club America got really screwed on that assignment instead of the usual random person sack of sadness that gets these matches. And, and uh, oh, also another news. I hear Summering in Tashkent is delightful. <laughs> it's Bono. Who are we kidding? 
Yeah, wind up that klaxon because uh, even though we know the tin can klaxon sucks, but. That'll sound terrible. It will. Alex Bono for me as well. I was, uh, you know, that was an impressive performance. He kept them in the game more than once and uh, just did some, you know, a couple of really, really pretty saves. So hard not to. Uh, Vinny Tactics. So, as I had said in my preview, you know, stick stick with the starting 11 you've been using. And he did, and I was very happy, even if Josie Altador did get injured five minutes into the game. Um, I think that was the way to go. Uh, these are the players that, again, have the most cohesion together. Uh, I thought his subs, well, for the most part, pretty, pretty smart. Um, who else were you going to bring on for Josie other than Toss? Um, I thought actually his subbing Hamilton on for Toss later was actually also, again, pretty smart. Um, they were basically in control, get Hamilton some minutes. He's got energy. Um, and uh, yeah, no, I don't really have anything negative to say about Vanny's tactics in this game. No, I mean, either. I mean, yeah, the starting lineup. Can't complain, given all the injuries, that was the only obvious really thing to go with. And, uh, yeah, it wasn't great in the first half, but it was about as good as you could expect, really. I mean, the defensive calamity that just about worked out okay, and you know, but they more or less held and got the opportunistic goal when they could. And I think they bring in our hassle at halftime, just mainly changing the formation around... Um, it helped. I think, you know, Club yeah. America was clearly obviously still the the better team in the second half, but they weren't as dangerous as they were towards the end of the first half. It wasn't as, holy shit, this is going to go wrong any moment. So, you know, they, they played a good game. Yes, they they needed some luck and some good goalkeeping, some surprisingly uh, friendly refereeing and you know, opportunistic finishing, but that's basically the template for this kind of game. You've got a lead and you're playing against an objectively better team. Yeah, this is kind of how you hope it all goes down. So uh, well played to them. True. I got uh, I got really nothing more to add other than uh, <coughs> this, is, this turned out much better than I genuinely anticipated. Uh, this is... Uh, it's been a fun ride, guys. That's it. <laughs> I don't know what else I can pile on to. Honestly. I know. There's, it's, well, it's there's, there's a, not much else to say. It's such a bizarre situation. So, yeah, uh, I know. I'm, I'm still laughing at the fact that when this whole draw came out, I basically – I mean, granted, it didn't take a fucking rocket scientist to figure out what the what the path of who you're going to beat to get to the final was going to be. But it's going according to my schedule. So, Ooh. Yeah, no, I liked it. I'm still uh, just stunned we got past Colorado. Yeah, I know that was that was that was sketchy. It was tough. Yeah. Uh, Kickbooks, it's that. <laughs> um, and since we've mentioned the ref a couple times, uh, the ref. So we friend. had this delightful ref exchange program going on. Oh, we um, need to exchange all the refs. Oh yeah, this would be amazing. Um, you, you mentioned, um, sorry to interrupt, but you mentioned going on. Is this still ongoing, or is it just a one-off thing? I'm not sure. That's why. The final as well. I'm. I, I'm hoping so, but I actually don't know. Um, 
I should have done more research. I'm sorry. My question is, my question is, are we going to find out, like, do we know what the referee assignment is for this game? And part B to that question, do we have enough time to get flags? You want Uzbeki flags? We'll just Hell support yeah. the ref. Yeah, he was. It's a, nice, it's, a, it's a very nice flag. It's 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 fetching. It's a good flag. It's fetching. Uzbeki with a good flag. <laughs> Duncan, you can't see me, but I'm giving the the bow to you. This is. I'm so and lit and down with the kids. Yeah, no, he's on fleek, guys. Yes. Oh, on fleek. His fleek no, is definitely certainly on. Duncan brings in the 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 young crowd for us because he's so street. Yeah, yeah. No. yeah. His his podcasting Correct. brings all the. I like to think urban kids of the yard. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's let's not go with that. Anyway, so the ref was a breath of fresh air, um, mm-hmm. at least for TFC did, fans. Did and... you just say a ref of fresh air? I said a breath of fresh uh, air. Ref would nah, let's go with what Duncan said. <laughs> ref of fresh air. <laughs> Anyway, it it was, uh, at least from our perspective, surprisingly well-wrecked game, Um, even though there was some player swarming, of course. But what was interesting was that by the second half and into the second half, you know, they stopped. Club America were just like, okay, clearly this is not going to work. And I thought that was actually very interesting that they, they adjusted recognizing what was going to happen with the ref or what wasn't going to happen with the ref. And I thought that it made, again, I thought it made for a better game because they had no choice, but to just play as opposed to be Concacafi or try to get something out of the ref, et cetera, et cetera. And I, I thought that that, you know, his influence such as it was, you know, while he was trying not to influence the game, that was the best influence on the game we could have seen. Sure. Yes. But I don't. It's weird. I mean, uh, is is the absence of unfairness somehow unfair? I mean, why is it just this one game that this happened? I feel it's very fortuitous for TFC that you know the the one time where we don't have the ref who, whether consciously or unconsciously, because he's grown up refing this particular kind of game like hundreds of thousands of times. And you know, this is like the style that he's okay with and he kind of reacts to naturally. And all of a sudden that's gone. The one time when TFC is playing against a really fucking big team in the Azteca and you think CONCACAF's going to happen, it's going to be then. That's mm. the one time that they're bringing the non-CONCACAF referee. It's like, how the fuck did we pull that off? It's, Are you suggesting a ripping conspiracy, Duncan? I, I wouldn't go as far as to say that. but. Uh, I'm pretty sure that that's does that sound mark like what he's suggesting. Like I feel like that's what he's alluding to. So maybe having Montvic, you know, in charge of Concacaf now, or, or you know, a little, a little, a little influence, a little leaning, maybe was done. I was just, I was Scotia just Bank. Scotia Bank wants the Canadian teams to do well. Uh, I was just going to no. mention Illuminati, but this is far more plausible. Yeah, yeah. So I'm on board. I'm f- I'm fully support this. It's about time the conspiracies worked in our favor, goddammit. Yeah. Yeah, it's just very strange if it's like just for one game, or even if it's you know it's for one game out of that particular series to introduce that much of a curveball to it is a strange decision. 
True. All right. Anyway, a big huzzah. Still yeah. very, very happy. Um, like they, they, yeah, they did the damn thing. So it's so cool. They're going to the yeah. fucking final, guys. And and we're gonna talk about that more. But I'm still, I'm still a little bit in shock, even though obviously it's happening and it's happened. But you know, they didn't, they didn't fuck it up. And and how cool is this? <laughs> It's, I, you know what though, and and I think the fact that you prefaced the whole thing with, they didn't fuck it up, <laughs> is, is pretty indicative of I would hope, the most sane, Toronto sports person, uh, but at the same time too, like, we've seen we've seen some shit, and there's always going to be that yeah, but this is still Toronto as if the ghosts of. Mo Johnson's past still haunts this fucking team. <laughs> like somehow he's gonna rise up from the grave because yeah, he's pretty much dead. He's gonna rise up from the grave and fuck everything up. But it, I don't, I don't. It's purged, yo. It's like we're good. We're we are totally good, and it's actually them and their skill set rather than this weight around their neck that says Toronto FC 2007. You know? Or 2012. Or two, and you know what? Any year pre-13. <laughs> let's be fair. 13 and back. Any one of those could tie down any defender's ankle, any forward's neck, any Haglund's hamstring, and just fuck everything up. And so far, we good. Yeah, I mean, it's you're surprised, but they've, they've fully owned it. Are you, yeah. Are TFC nothing, nothing a better team than are they a better team than Tigres or America? I'd still probably say no. Did they play better than them within this series? Which does include a bit of parking the bus and taking advantage of luck and that sort of thing. That's part of it. Put it all together, yeah, they have basically managed these games better and no one can complain really. It's it's the perfect intersection of disrespect for MLS, lack of scouting, shit weather, and Toronto being really really good, and Vanny figuring it out. And like, it's that intersection is a very small intersection, and they are living in it right now. And mm-hmm. it's 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 Nanners. It's absolutely Nanners. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned Vanny. That's part of it. I mean, he was twenty seventeen Concacaf Coach of the Year. 2018 as well so far. Oh, there we go. Very well to get us to this point. Huzzah! And now, and now, for the next part of our show, let's talk about MLS no and TFC's horrible, horrible place in it. I know. Guys, mm. CCL is almost over, so then hopefully attention can be refocused on MLS because 
this last game and the one we're going to talk about coming up basically just are write-offs just expect it um because to colorado we went and a day with the kids huzzah uh, as tfc were nursing their various wounds uh team went ahead and fielded oh it was a c team that's not even a b team that's basically maybe, maybe c plus c plus team yeah, c plus b minus yeah yeah um so drew Moore, the only player returning from uh the yeah. previous games Weird. Very weird. Why did he play? <laughs> yeah. Why is he not rusting? The only thing I could come up with, and I, I said this to somebody on, on Twitter, uh, was that because he played, because he played quite well in the game uh, at the Azteca. Actually, one of his better games, if not his best game so far this season. And since he's been a bit shaky yeah. otherwise, I'm just wondering if it was sort of to keep that mindset going where he wanted the minutes he wanted to sort of just keep pushing through because he had a strong game i don't know um i you know obviously not at training or don't you know not in drew moore's head but that was the only thing i could kind of come up with because yeah you give everybody else the time off but not drew moore it did seem a bit weird um so drew moore clint irwin second mls start clint it was not your fault clint he he actually he kept them in that game Um, He did. That was one of his better performances. Uh, Badgie, God, what a fucking bugger he is. Seriously. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. But oh no, 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 no. I would, I will firmly say that Badgie's far more punchable than Dominic Adoro. (laughs) Far more punchable. They're in the same, in the same kind of category. But hot, like he's punchable, more punchable. Wow, Mark. Mark. Mark has some issues. No, it's just I. I never. Okay, maybe I've forgotten a lot of what Odoro has done over the course of his career, but I don't remember Odoro ever being that fucking annoying. Well, he's certainly what, not nearly as talented as Badgie, so maybe that's why. That could have a lot to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what we saw was Drew Moore and Clint Irwin. And well, I guess Agar Akeche, but he's still new, so I could I count him as one of the kids. Um, he's not really he's that old. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you know, with the kids, including two players, well, one player who just been signed to the first team. Hi, Ryan Telfer. Um, Does he and I don't know. I figure I'll take a chance. Uh, Liam okay. Fraser with his first start. Uh, AJ Chapman, and you know, a bunch of players that have basically seen little to no time and boy did they ever look like they had barely ever seen one another on the practice pitch or anywhere else and you know it's not their fault this was a very you know the two tfc2 signings were what the day before yeah yeah so um you know they have had little to no time with the first team. Liam Frazier, sure, but Ryan Telfer and who was who's the other guy who's I've named I've forgotten. I'm sorry, other guy. Dan, uh, Dan Daniels. Dan. Yes, something Daniels. Yes. Um. Again, I don't Daniels? think. No. Is that C3PO? That is C3PO. But yeah. uh, good, so good, good. Else Daniels, though. Yeah. Okay. Marcus, 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 somebody else. That's, so, that's okay. about right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I'll confirm with that. 
so in watching the game, you know, there were a few, there were moments, you know, Jay Chapman trying his level best, Edgar Akeche trying to score and do some nice things. Everybody else, you know, to St. Ricketts playing in an unfamiliar sort of like position for him in this kind of lineup. Um, everybody else very much, again, you could just see that they're just the unfamiliarity someone would try to do something and someone else wouldn't be there and passes were always going astray. And it was, you know, it was kind of, it was a bit unpleasant to watch, but like I said, not unexpected. Um, I find it hard to be mad at the result. Um, Yeah. I don't care. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Honestly, at this part of the show that takes two minutes to go through, I'm okay with it because I had nothing. my match report, I couldn't even make shit up. I cared so little. I knew what this was about. Everybody knew what this was about. If anybody was actually shocked, like, holy fuck, we beat Toronto. We're the greatest team in the league. Is a moron. Don't, exactly. don't talk to me. Don't listen to my show as if I'm the only person on it. Don't 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 ever don't ever talk to me because you also probably think wrestling's real. And that's fine. Which which yes, yeah, sure it is, a wink. But like let's be fair. <laughs> this is a bad this was a mess. It was going to be a mess. The yeah. only thing that would have been a surprise is if they yeah. got a point or better. So, yeah. Oh god, yeah. if they got a point, I would have been like, yeah, greatest team ever. The depth, the depthiest. That that, uh, uh, that Vanny statue better be gold. <laughs> oh, like solid gold, not just gold plated, solid gold. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't think we really need to talk about anything else um, for that game. Children are our future. Go kids. We'll talk about you more in a little while because you're yeah. going to be playing again next week. Yeah, Houston's not that far away. And the one thing I'd say about that is, you know, first I was like, uh, Ben Spencer, he looks crap. But oh, then, yeah. You know, after he went off, TFC as a whole looked crap. Like while he was there, you know, other people looked like they were doing okay things around him. After he disappeared, there was pretty much nothing. So, you know, potentially a bit unfair to Ben Spencer. He's out there doing an important thing that helps the team, but not particularly looking great himself. But yeah, so he's being—he was—he was being the crap magnet, is what you're saying. And yeah, well, he's—you know—he's doing what needs to be. He's, you need a, you know, a striker that can hold the ball up and everything for. You're attacking midfielders and your wide forwards to play off. And you know, he didn't look anything special, but you know, the attacking forwards and everything around him had some nice little moments here and there. It was very disjointed, but they had some nice moments. But after he went off, I think that basically wasn't anything. Aside from Akeche trying his luck from increasingly far out and nearly getting it, but no. Fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the only other thing I wrote down, I wrote down for Vanny Tactics. I was like, sure, why not? Yeah. Like, that was it. What else are you going to do? Yeah, pretty much. But anyway, you know. Congratulations, Colorado. Yeah. Go, yeah. congratulations, Rapids, on your stunning turnaround from the beginning of the season. Yes. Wow, you showed us. Greatest, greatest team yeah. ever. Greatest team ever. Three points from four games. Toronto FC, club in crisis. Do we have that lined up, Mac? Uh, no, it's not. It's that's no. I can't. Don't worry. No. Yeah, it's fine. Bang, bang, bang. Yeah. Thank Mark, you. Can you do it in post? Maybe. If I remember. 
Toronto FC. Club in Crisis. Next up on the show is our look back at the weekend that was in MLS. Yes, just because TFC decided to play their academy team, other teams apparently took this somewhat seriously. Um, And here to tell us all about the weekend that was in MLS is Duncan Fletcher with this week's MLS wins and losses. Duncan? Thank you, Kristen. You're welcome. I got your hot Tuesday night in Guadalajara with some goats. (laughs) <laughs> well, that sounds nice. Thank you. Uh, yes, here it is. MLS seventh kick. Major League Soccer seventh kick. Is it seventh? I lose count. Uh, really, but you know, we started the midweek when uh, the pizza ruts just kept on rolling, uh, crushing RSL Fonil at legendary historic Yankee Stadium. Uh, on to Friday night action, Orlando went to Chester to take on a particularly crap Philly team and got a 2-0 win. Much less dramatic than their usual wins this season. Dom Dwyer got his 99th career goal on this one. Hey, okay, okay. was uh, the also the, the 150th MLS goal Orlando have scored. Oh. Yeah. All right, then. Uh, yes, good for them. Then uh, Zombie Chivers, RIP, went oh. to Vancouver and also came away with a 2-0 win. Carlos Vela and Diego Rossi both getting their fourth goals of the season. Carlos Vela. And uh, <coughs> so glad he's not with Guadalajara anymore. Yeah. Uh, remember midweek when the Red Bulls were in a really important game, played really well, but got knocked out after not being able to score over 180 minutes. Hashtag <laughs> that's so Metro. Oh well. <laughs> Back to the ground of the MLS regular season on Saturday, and Bradley Wright Phillips scored within five minutes. Yeah. Uh, they went on to handily beat the Cheesemakers 3 1, including Kaku getting his first MLS goal. So that makes everything better, right? Yeah. 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 Who, needs this, who needs this international competition? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Who yeah. cares about glory? Yes. Next up is the Man United Legends, Zico as the Galaxy went to Chicago and continued the tire fire's rugged start to the season as Zlatan Ibrahimovic with the goal in a 1-0 win with Bastian Schweinsteiger once again used as a sweeper. Uh, Velshko Pronovic isn't committing to keeping him as a sweeper though. It depends on game. Second half as you'll see, one moment we moved Bastian to midfield and he brought different dimension to game with his capacity, understanding of game, execution, everything. Uh, the talent uh, Bastion has is amazing. The one the one day we should build a statue here in front of Bridgeview, just like Michael Jordan, yes? Yes, so dunking over somebody while doing the splits in short shots. Yeah, that I sounds like Bastion Schweinsteiger. That's what I remember of it. Bold choice. Yes. <laughs> yes. 
Uh, this was actually the biggest ever regular season crowd in Bridgeview, uh, 21,915. And Dax McCaddy throws a bit of shade at them all before accepting some responsibility. Dude, it was a great atmosphere. Fans were loud, like the surf. It's nice to see the stadium being that full. Let's try to do that more often. Okay. I don't blame the fans for not coming out because if you don't win games, maybe you don't deserve to play in front of a packed stadium. Like taking that first curl. The product on the field is below average right now. Like the surf in Toronto. That's where we are. We're below average right now. And the results speak to that. Dude, all I can say is just ask our loyal fans to stick with us. Like you got to stick to your board. We all have to stick together. We have to stay positive. Hang 10. There's no magic solution. There's no magic potion. Wait, no magic potion? What did I drink? And I'm pretty sure Lionel Messi is not walking through that door. So, dude, we have to make sure that we stick together as a group. And we're going to have to win games as a team. Yeah. It was Bro. super fucking cold and windy and the fire lost. Those guys aren't coming back. Those nope. fans are gone. You've nope. lost them. Dude. You're Gnarly. so right. Yeah. Uh, anyway, the, the, fire have, the fire have actually won one game this season. They uh, last week against the crew. And uh, this week the crew played another winless team. And DC got a win. Hey, hey. for everyone. Good for them. Uh, Ulysses Segura scored in the first minute uh, his first MLS goal and the third fastest in DCU history. While Luciano Acosta's assist was his 18th, which he moves him into DC's all-time top 10, which kind of surprises me, but okay. Uh, despite going down to 10 men early in the second half and being outshot 24-5, they just about held on for the three points, which will come in handy given that their next home game isn't until July 14th. Wowza. Yeah. Season dead. Uh, anyway, Mark Hinkley's FC Dallas. Yeah! They went to Foxy Foxborough and came away with a 1-0 win thanks to a Jackery Hayes goal. Uh, this was his first MLS goal. It, it got him all choked up. It, it, it's, a, it's a happy moment. I, I almost cried in the celebration. I the the last ten minutes of the game felt like forever. I was, I was just happy. I was just happy to get the goal for the team. It was, it was a very happy moment for me. No. Thanks, thanks, he's, mom and dad. He's so precious. Bless him. Bless him. Uh, anyway, things got a little more interesting as Portland finally played their first home game of the season uh, against Minnesota, featuring their first ever DP signing. Darwin Quintero. Uh, Quintero scored, and the Timbers won. So everyone's happy, uh, wow. including Adrian Heath, more or less. Weird. Hello. Hello, Adrian. Hello, Adrian. I thought there was something there for us. Thought we were far away, the better team, in the second half. And large portions of the first. Overall, I look at the way we played with the ball. Just the one, not all the balls. 
I've been pleased with a lot of stuff, especially the ball play. But ultimately, we've got to score goals and got to concede less. To give them the start that we did is criminal. Criminal. From our point of view, the fullback gets it out the halfway line and just runs and smashes it in. That was poor from us. As I've just said to the players, if we can see three goals on the road, we ain't gonna win too many games. No, no, you're not. Definitely not. It's not like they were drowning a bit. Thank you, Adrian. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, who likes Portland facts? Go on! Yay! <laughs> tell us, tell us. Yeah. This was the seventh straight home uh -huh. win for the Timbers. Uh -huh. uh, going back to last season as well. Tying a club record in MLS. And uh, they're now unbeaten in 15 straight home openers. Huh. Oh, yes. uh, meanwhile, Diego Valeri got an assist in this one. Uh, the 55th of his Timbers career. Tying uh -huh. him for the all-time Timbers record with John yeah. Bain. Wow. Yeah. This is delightful. Isn't it just... Uh, finally, on Saturday, it was El Quakesico, uh, Old Quakes <laughs> versus New Quakes in San Jose. And uh, this was a back and forth one that ended 2-2, but no one really cares about either of those teams. So we move on to Sunday. And uh, hey. Seattle versus the Sparks. Uh, <laughs> Seattle got Ozzy Alonso back in the lineup. And they also scored a goal. Hey. Hey. Then another one. Hey. Hey. Didn't have anyone sent off. Hey, hey. Wow. they got a point. Hey. Wow. Good for you guys. Heavy oh. stuff. Bless him. Uh, it finished 2-2, uh, including a goal scored by Christian Roldan, set up by his brother, Alex Roldan, uh, mm. the fifth pair of brothers to combine for a goal in MLS history. I was waiting uh, for that. Good, good times all around, really. Unless you're Peter Vermees. Well... I, I thought we gave up a silly goal in the half. <laughs> and then we had a broken play where we give up our second goal. <laughs> there were two opportunistic goals on their part. Credit to them. Shame on us. I think that we gave up two very soft goals tonight. One was a lack of concentration. The other was poor decisions all the way around. It's good we fought back. But I would also say that we weren't at our best tonight. For whatever reason, I do not know. How mysterious. Wow. Wow. I'm a little afraid. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. A uh, finally, we end with the big match of the week, the Pizza Rats going down to Atlanta to take on the AU guys, uh, which turned out to be as entertaining, as interesting as you'd hope it would be. Uh, there was the return of David Villa, who scored the 399th goal of his career, uh, the Atlanta debut of Ezekiel Barco, and four goals. Uh, twice the Pizza Rats came from behind to tie it up, including Alex Ring with a long-range shot going in off the crossbar. Uh, that leaves the two teams still first and second in the East. And uh, that would be your MLS wins and losses for the week. Back to you, Kristen. Thanks, Duncan. You're welcome.
Toronto isn't the only one that likes to give players their first game. <laughs> yeah. Next up on our show, a little CPL talk. Yeah, that's right. Cool. We've been waiting for CPL news, other than, you know, the announcement of the business partner or Canadian business marketing, some whatever the hell it's called. You mean uh, you no, were not- absolutely riveted by the news that the business people formed a company? I, I tried to be riveted. Uh, mm-hmm. I Pretty much, I fell asleep reading the headlines. I think I'm surprised um, you weren't riveted yeah. by it as I was. It's important <laughs> and necessary. It's true. Blessed but be still. the billionaires. However, we've been hoping for something, some news that's a little sexier. So what we got the other day was. Are you ready? Okay. What we got was a list of names that the CPL had registered and trademarked. Ooh. Ooh. Are you ready for the list of names? I know we've already seen them. You've already discussed them, but we're going to do it. Yeah. So this one is just like mind blowing. It's mind blowing. It's so good. Uh, Calgary FC. I I would, I would like to say, I would, I would like to say that um, out of all of the names that have been announced, that is by far and away the worst one of, of the lot, honestly. Why in the hell Saskatoon wants to call themselves that is beyond me. <laughs> Sorry, go on. It's very unfair to any future Calgary team as well. I know. The nerve of those pricks. <laughs> Squatting on the name Calgary FC. Oh, where do they play? You know, Saskatoon. Dicks. Bastards. Well, hey, rivalry banter. There you go. Um, HWFC. <laughs> Presumably the Halifax Wanderers. I Presumably, and like so. the confusion is why that wasn't spelt out. I'm like, so, like we know it's the Wanderers. Why not just? So that seemed odd, but you know, whatever. It, we're gonna, we're makes, gonna roll with this. It makes for a simpler URL to have to type. Oh, there you go. Good point, Duncan. Good sure. point. It's a very simple Me- website to get to. Look at you with the media thinking there, Duncan. That's that's, hey. that's, that's good. All about the, all about the SRL. There we go. Um, mm-hmm. The Caval- Cavalry FC. I'm assuming Calgary's getting two teams. I don't know. <laughs> um, I'm I'm okay with it. If that's what happens, I'm okay with it. <laughs> all right, Port City FC. Sure. What, what Port City are they talking about? Someone help me. Hope. Hope. I, <laughs> I, I, so somebody, somebody on Twitter. Uh, no, no disrespect. Port Coquitlam would be hilarious. Uh, somebody on Twitter uh, had, had speculated that St. John, I think it was St. John, uh, New Brunswick, is at, they're, they're called the Port City. Uh, All right. Uh, Full, I didn't realize they had I, like thrown their hat in the ring for this. I don't know. It doesn't make a lot of sense. But I was kind of like thinking about like 
Portage, Winnipeg. Like maybe that's a thing. And is, port, is, and port is just like it's a short. Is Win is Win is Windsor a port city? No. It? No, it's border city more than. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, anyway, just, I, mean, I, I like what what you were going with, Kristen. There, the whole thing about you know port the drink. I like that. This is some you know big city metropolitan effect kind of things. Like, mm, yeah, we drink port here. This is Port City. And, you know, it's just a, yeah, fuck all you real Canada with your... your with your beer. Yeah. And this and that and, yeah. 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 Your cowboys and whatever, blah, blah, blah. This blah, is a blah. Port yeah, City. Yeah. That's yeah, right. This is Port City. Mm. Tawny Port City. Yes. Mm. Yes, indeed. Excellent. Um, to say fuck it to the rest of Canada. I like it. The York 9 FC, which as Duncan has already revealed, is the nine regions of... No, what is it, Duncan? Yeah, I think the nine cities or towns or whatever within York region. Okay. Yeah. That's... um. Yeah, all right. And then and then everyone's and the, favorite. The only thing I have with that, I mean, now you know that it's about that. Okay. But what if one of the cities within that, you know, if this whole thing takes off, what if they want another team you know, what if Vaughn wants its own separate team? <gasps> do, they, do they then have to go down to the York Eight? And then Vaughn. <laughs> I, I would be. I would I like be on board for that. I approve. All right, and now the best name. Ugh! Don't. It's not the it's, best. It's, not it's the best. so bad. It's 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 it's, it's Founders crazy. FC. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's do the call and response, Kristen. Hamilton. Founders. Hey. Unfortunately, that did work out over uh, over Google Hangouts. That's an, that's tragic. Because <laughs> only the good material survives. Yeah, truly, truly, hauntingly shit survives. It's so bad. It's it's terrible. Um. Uh, so so. For a at your at your brunch on the weekend, I hope you all ripped it to shreds. Uh, yeah, I got well. I, the first thing was I did was when I arrived, uh, I was I was late and I said, "God, I've been looking all over for you guys, and now I foundered you." So, uh, <laughs> and apparently, I just walked in at the tail end of that uh, collective ripping. Uh, it's so so. I I heard that another name they were kicking around had the word forge in it. Um, I don't know the how forge FC. Yeah, which. Like let's put this. The way I put it was this: is on a scale of one to ten, uh, one of those names is a one. Or sorry, on a scale of one to one hundred, one of those names is a one. One of those names is a three. It doesn't matter; they're both not that good. <laughs> um, uh, however, uh, uh, for 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 a gag that I'm going to do later, and I had to confirm a number, uh, I looked up uh, just quickly Wikipedia for Hamilton, and um, uh, where did I? See? What did I see? Uh, Wikipedia, Hamilton, Ontario. Hamilton is a port city in the dun, Canadian dun, province dun. of Ontario. Dun, dun, dun. I would be weirdly okay with this. What dun, 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 dun. Hamilton? Yeah, apparently. Well, I mean, it, it's, it's a huge shipping port. It is. But I would not have put that together. The one thing I did say about Founders FC in the same way that they kind of uh, squatted on HWFC is that it's entirely possible for them to be uh, 
trademarking games that are used as secondary marks. Like that's not uncommon at all. Oh and, like, no, sure, of course. To me, like Founders FC would be something you put like on the back of the neck of the shirt or on the inside of the tag or like the jock tag stupid shit that Adidas does. That's exactly where a name like that goes. Does it go yeah. on a badge? Absolutely not. Not ever, ever, never, never, ever, never. You change your name. Maybe in, maybe in 60, 70 years from now, you put that on a badge, but not on day one. No, <laughs> no, you did not find shit. <laughs> and, yeah, you found the league. I get it. I get it. I get it. Everybody's going to know this. Let's not brag about it too much. Nothing's happened. Yeah. Nobody's kicked a fucking ball. It, it's got the whole steel connection as well, though. You know, so. A foundry, yeah. Yeah, yeah the foundries. I mean, that's where also the forge thing came from, too. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it, I, I just think it's just this discovery is like Port City. Yeah, I'm all right with that. All right, yes, all right. That's weird. weird. If, that, if that ends up being the case, how did nobody else put that together on Wikipedia? Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we, we we took a couple quality swings at it. Um, uh, like we've, some people are okay with the with the name Steelers. I being one of them. Some are not. Some would like to see something a little more. I don't want to say it isn't necessarily generic, but simplified, like Hamilton FC or. Hamilton City or Hamilton United or like just I get it I get it let's not put a fucking thing to it and let let it develop over time so I I get that but uh, at this point all of those names sound brilliant compared to founders mm. I think you you bring up the whole sort of like secondary nickname thing and that's kind of what I in a way hope a lot of these things hopefully it is just a like a legal thing, like you know, they've all got FC at the end of them. You know, hopefully, Calgary FC is just Calgary, and FC is like the official name. Could you know, you go back, go to England, whatever. No one's calling it all. You know, the official name is Manchester United FC or Liverpool FC, or all those things. No one really says the FC unless yeah. kind of like you have to, or well, it fits into a chant for whatever reason. Mind you, a lot of those Not names were name really, but a lot of those names were like the incorporated name. Like what? Like what is this? What do What do you call the collection of fifteen university graduates who want to keep playing in an organized fashion? Well, we're going to call ourselves Everton Football Club. We're going to call ourselves Thames Ironworks, Thames sure. Ironworks. You know what I mean? Like it's just, it's just that's what you did. You, that's how yeah, you so moved your team. The that's, FC maybe has to be there, but don't but have not, it be a part of your name. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, I I kind of secretly want that the whole nickname thing to just kind of be a weird organic thing like the way Edmonton has done it with their uh with their 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 bunnies like that's yeah. to me to me like that's I want to see that like we're just we're we're officially called Edmonton FC but we're going to the supporters will find a name and call it that uh, but that's just me that's I, yeah. I'm sure I'm sure the I'm sure the facts didn't mean for that to happen but I like that it happened. So uh, will any of these future CPL teams allow that to happen? <laughs> we'll see. <I> <laughs> we'll see. Don't let don't let a don't let a good organic idea get in the way of marketing, you know. <laughs> um but yeah, so like the names are, you know, meh to cringeworthy in a couple cases, but you know, like 
I said, is that okay? And really, really it is okay. Like this is, yeah. this is how all these things start, right? You know, right. some of the names are going to be solid. Some of the names are just not going to be, and that's just the way it's going to be. You know, look at MLS 1.0, look at, I don't know, any number of team names around the world. Some of them are great. Some of them are like, oh, dear gods, what were you all thinking? But you move like, past it. Like I'm of, I'm of two minds to this, and you pretty much touched on both of them. One, like, one, I know what a good name sounds like, and these aren't it. At least a lot of them aren't. Yeah. Uh, two, it's significantly less wacky than MLS's first offering, so it could easily be worse. <laughs> right? I mean, we have yet to see if anybody's called, like, the magic, you know, or extreme. But you can always change it. And you can always cringe as a board of directors 20 years from now when Founders SC becomes ASC Hamilton 1846 to be less silly. <laughs> that's, oh, and it was the 1846 that I was looking up where I found the Port City thing. So that's, that's how that tied in. There you go. Like, I don't know if you guys have ever looked at the names of, like, the, 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 the J League. Uh, almost, I want to say almost all of them, but a large percentage of them have a name, have a word in there that's a borrow word that's not even Japanese, or in some cases English, like, like uh, uh, what was it, uh, o- Omiya Ardija? Like Ardija is Spanish for squirrel. Nice. <laughs> like because the squirrel is like the the regional animal of choice, and I. And I think they've even spelled it so that it could be pronounced in Japanese, but it's in English, like A R D I J A. Like it's like even in Japan, they they take absurdity. If if you take how we name name teams here, they take absurdity and go almost another step absurd. And to us, it sounds kind of neat because we don't know what Ardija means in Japanese or in English. You have to kind of look that shit up. So like, if names are going to be silly and wacky and whatever, like. I don't know how you fool or make it seem cool to, you know, a bunch of potential soccer fans who don't know their soccer fans yet, to a bunch of soccer fans who are soccer fans, to a bunch of families, about whoever you're marketing this to. I don't know how you do that necessarily, but it could easily be crazier or kookier. It could be duller. It could be, I don't know. I just, I just feel like there's always a right way to do it and, I get worried when too many suits get their hands on it and becomes a wrong way. So anyway, so yeah. So yeah, like cringeworthiness to be determined. All right. Did anybody come up with uh, some better names? I I I did not. And I'm the one who asked the question. Well, I don't really know exactly what the teams are, do we really? So I know. All right. Well, Calgary Evergrande. I figure they're going to be owned by the Chinese team. So why not? (laughs) <laughs> no, it's the Calgary. It's it's Stampeders FC. Come on. Yeah, really. Let's see. I got uh, Victoria Spore, uh, Portage Smouth. It's like Portsmouth, but it's shittier. Uh, York Seven FC. Time to trim the waist, you guys. It's never too soon. <laughs> yeah, Let's just get that much. shit over with. Let's just pick them. And what just I want to know is how are they allowed to play with so few players? Yeah, that's a strong question. I mean, that's a hell of a gimmick to have. Really. Uh, also, I'm, I'm really partial to this, and I hope everyone gets behind this. I just really, really like the sound of Quebec Nordiques. I think to it, I think it would instantly have the best badge. I don't care what anyone says. So the, the kind of cut out there, the Quebec Nordiques. Hmm? 
Quebec like, Nordic like, Sport, I you can call it. FC. Yeah, that's it. That, that it was, wasn't much more to that. Yeah. Uh, also, Heart of Maple. I was thinking of like the African team, Heart of Oak, and uh, really, you could put that anywhere you want. Uh, and of course, without you know, to be to, to goes without saying, whatever team gets owned and bought by the either the Red Bull Group or the Manchester City Group, you could just put name of city and at the end wherever. So, congratulations to the future. Madison Hat, Red Bull, and uh, and uh, Windsor City, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Inter- Inter- yeah. Oh, also Nanaimo FC and their kits look like Nanaimo bars. Yes. Yeah. All about yeah. that. Yeah, like chocolate brown on top, cream thingy in the middle, and what and whatever that coconut cookie crumb thingy on the bottom supposed to look like. Perfect. Yeah, I, I, that'd be the most delicious kit ever. So that, 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 that's all I got. Well, if we're going on Canadian food things, there should be a the, the Montreal poutine. That's I was going to say, yeah. That's, that, that, yeah. 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 The, the jersey can look like poutine. You know, it can be saputo cheese if Joe is involved. Yeah. Well, for Halifax, they may be the Wanderers, but then their their nickname better be like the Donaires. Yeah, you'd think. Yeah, you've got to get some kind of Kings of Donaire uh, reference in there. You'd help. Yeah. Absolutely. Somebody's got to make a double-sided scarf. Wanderers, King of Donaire. Boom. Yeah. Done. Or the handshaky one where it's the half and half. <laughs> and they're just passing a Donaire over mid-scarf? Yes, yeah, so they're not even shaking hands. They're actually no, passing they're... food. Exactly. <laughs> Much better. Much better. All right, excellent. We've, we've, we've started some good work here, people. I, I think this is, uh, you know... CPL folk that are listening to us. Hi, Paul. You know, we're giving you ideas here, so feel free to run with that. Also, too, Paul, if you're actually listening to this, um, feel free to let us bet and mock the shit out of these names because that's what's going to happen to people. Yeah, who if you want to give us like advance notice, we can we can give more you jerks feedback. than us. Yes, exactly. You know, I, I'm just I'm just looking out. I want the best foot forward for everybody involved. Duncan, I think, would like some of these names to be cringy so he could mock them. But, you know, (laughs) I think he also would like to take a couple swings at it. And I know Tony, Tony will fly back for a crack at this shit. I know that. Yeah. Wherever he is. Or at least he'd Skype in, I think. Maybe. Maybe. Point is. He'd send a text. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, fair. We'll text him. We'll text Tony, but honestly, like. I want to vet them the way I want to vet anybody who's an expecting parent, whatever terrible fucking names they're planning on naming their children. I want to, I want you to tell me because I want to make sure that kid has the least amount of bullshit to deal with their life because you decide to name them victory. <laughs> you know, you decide to, you decide to name them something you heard on television. No, let me save them because you clearly won't let me save your football. Because your suits clearly won't. The world we needs a this? no man. I mean, the us. world needs a no man. Truth.
say that you'll be here. Time to turn our attention to the biggest game ever for TFC. Dun dun dun. No, it's not a dun dun dun. What the hell would that sound like? A whistle and a roaring crowd, maybe? Sure. I'll see what I can do. I'll see what I can All do. Right. Tomorrow night, Tuesday night, whenever you listen to this, whenever this all sort of makes a vague amount of sense. TFC hosts the home leg of the CONCACAF Champions League final, uh, being only the third MLS team to make it to the final. Um, and basically the first MLS team to actually look like they have a chance to win. Uh, currently viewed as the favorites against uh, Guadalajara Chivas and, sorry, CD Guadalajara. And uh, yes, this is, uh, it's kind of fucking exciting. And I'm not sure how to, Kinda. kind of a lot. It's uh, gotta, like crazy exciting. Yeah, it's fucking mental. I know. And I don't think it's it's so weird. Like you see people talking about it and people are excited about it and um but in varying degrees and sort of uh not everyone still not everyone gets the whole CCL thing and, and what it means. And yeah, CONCACAF is if you're a national team fan, screws you around, or even if you're an MLS fan, you get screwed around by it too. But this is a huge fucking deal. Mm. This is Honestly, this is a bigger deal than winning MLS Cup. It is. It is. You it know is. I'm not right. even bullshitting you. I'm not, I just, I just, the, the, the gasp was more for people who think that it might not be. I know. And those people are wrong. Yeah, super um, wrong. This is a massive deal. And like I said, it, it's, it's a massive deal whenever an MLS team makes it this far. But again, TFC are favored in this right now, which... Who knows? Could come around to bite them in the ass. But I, going into this final, I am the least nervous I've been throughout this competition for them, except for when they're playing Colorado. Because come on, um, low hanging fruit. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> like this is kind of I can't like I, said, I I can't even quite wrap my head around it that it's actually happening, and um, it's going to be hopefully a sellout crowd tomorrow night we shall see uh it's gonna be shit weather of course um i know there's already people who are making their travel plans for next week's away leg that is on wednesday instead Fucking of legends. Tuesday. uh so weird um legends. yeah they're awesome there's like 75 plus people going oh wish i had the, disposable income like that i know <laughs> disposable income and time off work yes uh, or, or disposable income to say fuck you i quit i'm gonna be in guadalajara um, i know you don't want to keep my job for me so i'm just gonna quit because i'm going to a soccer game yeah pretty much and then if <laughs> i drop peace out so yeah this is a huge deal i'm crazily excited about this game and uh what it could mean going forward and i don't know yeah, I don't. I don't know quite else how to, how to how to talk about it. I know I keep saying that, but I'm just like I'm legitimately psyched for this, and it's been a while since I felt this excited about the team. And that sounds really weird considering how successful they've been. But because this is on potentially on another level, so 
Mm. The excitement doth runneth over. Mm. Yeah, it does. I think you know this is a game. Yeah, I'd say they are favourites. They should be able to beat Chivas. I mean, I've seen exactly one Chivas game, the one against New York, where they did nothing, but they did very successfully pack the bus. Yes. Um, but you know, from people who follow the Mexican league or have paid even a little bit of attention, yeah, you get the impression. Hey, this Chivas team isn't really all that good. You know, they're nothing special. So I think we should be able to beat them. Um, I mean, having said that, I imagine at the very least this first leg, it will be a very sort of park the bussy kind of thing that we see from them. And are we going to be able to break that down? Because I think that's not exactly what Tigres or America or uh, you know, even Colorado, whoever, uh, did. So I mean, can we break them down? I Hopefully, but you know it's kind of that's what Vic Vasquez was for, and you know he's probably not going to be playing. Probably not, from the sounds of it. No. Yeah. So hopefully uh, we can beat uh, a Mexican bus. We haven't had to really try that this year, so far. You know who likes a Mexican bus? I don't know who. Mom CCL does. Hey. Uh, Fucking filthy. Both her and the bus. I'm just saying. <laughs> but uh, I, I don't know what to expect, but I do expect at least that. And 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 it's weird because this is this is a final, and it's two legs, and it feels like I shouldn't be saying things like this, not because I'm uh, superstitious, but just because these guys should be easier than the other two teams. They should be, yes. Like like by a long shot. Yes. And. And I, it's not even a it's not even a lack of respect because I mean all these Mexican teams like like Chivas or sorry like Tigres like uh, Club America uh, should have had our lunch uh, over and over again and didn't. I can't help but think if this if if this if even remotely the same amount of respect or, or even slightly higher from Chivas happens uh, compared to their their countrymen um, they're going to get beat. Again, possibly embarrassingly, and the newspapers down there are going to rip them apart like their countrymen. And I'm gonna laugh and laugh and laugh and laugh and laugh. laugh. So, yeah, to be fair, I mean, I think Chivas do seem to be taking it seriously because from all reports, they feel that a Really fucking shitty team themselves over the weekend. So it hey, seems like they're resting their best players. So I don't. I don't think number two sixty three would be considered play. shit, Duncan. I have you know. I would take that back. Well, number considering two, they two seventy two is one, one of the finest one. players in the two hundred you'll ever find. Considering <laughs> they started exactly one of their regular starters on the weekend, I'm pretty sure they're resting some players. Oh, did they? Did they play Drew Moore as well? Yes, he uh, he he flew back and forth. That's why he looks so tired. Ah, uh, that explains it. That explains it. Totally explains it. Yeah, I don't. I I I like I in that sense, in terms of a tactical sense, I like that. That's what they did. Um, they do have. They are missing uh, some players. Um, so they have Jair uh, Pereira, Rodolfo Cota, and Edwin Hernandez are all suspended. And they've, they've got four players who could be suspended on the next caution. 
you know, but TFC, not to, not to, not to, you know, stay in the, behind the scenes. They've got five players that could be suspended on the next caution. And because these are cards given out over seven games, because this is CCL or whatever, um, if Michael Bradley, Josie Altidore, Sebastian Jovenko, Jonathan Osorio, or Drew Moore get yellows in tomorrow night's match, they will not play in the away leg. Hmm. Just a just a little something to think about. Um, I know. All right. Well, player to watch for this one. I know we all did a ton of research, and I will go with uh, Isaac Rizuela because uh, he scored against New York, and uh, yeah, that's my research. Good job, Duncan. I like it. Thank you. Thank you. I'm gonna go with uh, Juan Pablo Angel. Uh, I really felt that uh, he's had his had a good run uh, with uh, with Chivas, and uh, I'm afraid if not him, if not him, then uh, either Kubo Torres. Oh, yep, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Kubo Torres would be up there, or uh, uh, Danny Califf. Yeah, I think uh, I think uh, yeah, he's uh, he's frightening. I hope he's doing uh, better. Uh, but uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. One of those three. One of those three definitely gonna make a difference. Yeah, they got some young kid called Marky Delgado. And he's, he's, he's quite good, I think. In, in, oh, we yeah. should totally get him when this is done. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Um, I did not do any research, as you can tell by that awesome answer, um, mostly because... Pretty awesome answer. I don't, like, there's just so much... It's just so oh, much good. going on that it's it's like I like I did not pay attention to the other side of the draw whatsoever. I have not paid attention to whatever Chivas has done at all whatsoever. So, uh, but Duncan said, yeah. I uh, nice. I chose uh, Carlos Cisneros. Um, one, I, I like the name. It's, it's, name. A, it's a it's a solid name. Uh, two. He was the player in the Guadalajara Red Bulls match who looked to have handled the ball and uh, should have maybe Red Bulls should have had a, a penalty and they were denied. So I'm waiting for more, you know, things to happen around him. If I can't have a Vargas in this game, I'm going for Cisneros. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's no distinct, Vargas. What am I supposed to do? Think lack of Vargas is in this. In this round, I know. Sure. All right, being tactics. So, again, for me, I say you stick with the players that got you there. One, none of the injured players appear to be realistically close to health, no matter what Vanny has been saying. Uh, Victor Vasquez, they, they basically he's not playing anytime soon, from the sounds of it. Um, Chris Mavinga, one week it looks like he's going to play, the next week, not a chance in hell. Justin Morrow sort of like seems like the only player that could potentially play, but then again, maybe not. Josie Altador, you know, he's going to play oh. unless he's got like a cast on or something. And from what I understand, he does not. Um, and then Gregory Vanderweel, I'm not sure, I haven't seen or heard enough of an update on him um to know if he is well enough to play actually i'm assuming he's going to but because i haven't seen anything that says otherwise but it's a you know that's a little bit of a concern because again he's done quite well in the center so i've uh, i've enjoyed him in that 
in that area. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's been solid there. I mean, yeah, it all depends on injuries and stuff, and they keep that information very close to themselves, so he really knows. But, um, yeah, I think basic formation-wise, keep going with what you've been going with. Uh, you know, stick with the three at the back, and then the full-backs can probably be getting forward quite a bit because I don't expect Jivas to be doing a whole lot of attacking. Um, yeah. And, you know, didn't, as long as they're healthy, they're, the midfield and forwards pick themselves, really. No. I, yeah, I got... However it goes down, honestly. I, I'm, I'm so pumped and jazzed. I'm not even thinking about how how this breaks down. I, I, I agree with go with the side that gets you to get you here. Um, if Moral happens to be ready to come on, I, no. I say find find a spot. But no, I don't mean to start. Justin hates Moral. It's true. <laughs> uh, it's all. It's been all over Twitter for months now. Um, mm -hmm. Damn it, well, my secret is out. She's got a thing for left backs. Let's let's just let's just put that out there. It's interesting, yeah. Well, yeah, like yeah I, was, I was a right back, so I had to depend on the other on the left back. So Look, you know, not, it's like your left back fetishism doesn't bother me. I'm just glad we can talk <laughs> about it in a safe environment. Um, I'm so but, glad you guys are here for me. Thank you. No, I, you know what? I support you. I, I can I can honestly say I support you. I really appreciate that. Uh, but yeah, I like I, I'm not saying that he should necessarily start immediately, but you know if things need us, you know a, a change and go to him first. You know he's I mean, but at the same time too, I don't mean like in the 30th minute. I mean like in the 70th minute. Yeah. Where he might you might be able to squeeze out a good 20 25 minutes out of him before like okay he's gassed you know. But this is—it's a hell of fuck. It's a hell of a game to be making your you know first appearance in how long? That's 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 a hell of a step. So and the pitch is going to be a Pudding. super fucking boggy, muddy mess. Oh no, no, it's going to be awful. Which yeah. probably wouldn't help if you're coming back from an injury. Yeah. Okay, so one of the other things, other than Vanny tactics, and the yes, the pitch is going to suck. So suck equally for both teams, but dear gods, that pitch is going to be a fucking mess. Mm -hmm. um, but there's been a lot of talk about TFC being MLS's team, and then there's a whole bunch of us who are like, well, not really MLS's team because we can't get to the CONCACAF Champions League via MLS. We can only do it via the Voyager's Cup, which is a whole other argument. Mm -hmm which I think has validity on both sides. But the question is, should MLS fans be cheering for TFC, the whole MLS for TFC hashtag, which we have seen two other times. We've seen MLS for RSL, and we did see MLS for IMFC, which I know I refuse to use because I didn't want Montreal to win. Um, whether that makes me a bad MLS fan, perhaps. Um, but what do you guys think? Yeah, they can if they want. Who cares? Uh, mine was a little longer than that. <laughs> Go on, Mark. Uh, I basically said absolutely not. No, and here's why. Uh, we okay. don't qualify via MLS, as you said. We qualify via Voyager's Cup. And our success, our success, like I played for Toronto, but Toronto's success doesn't help the league in any coefficient to get more spots. 
and who should those who should be supporting them are Canadian club supporters, which means yeah, even Vancouver and Montreal. And I know <laughs> some would be eating shit over the idea, and that's hilarious to me. But if there's a, there is a statistical chance that CONCACAF could open up a second spot in the tournament, this is the only way through the success of the club that gets into the tournament to begin with. Uh, that being said, I'm sure the whole thing's locked up anyway. There would be no room for a second Canadian club, at least in the short term. But uh, that ain't happening, so cheer if you want. If M- And if MLS wants some sort of twisted solidarity, then Canada should have two slots. Give us, w- give us one for either finishing first in the league or winning the damn cup. In that case, then we're all then the league and its clubs are quote unquote all in it together. Until then, uh, yeah, I don't truly care if you do or not. Personal choice, have at it. Exactly. All righty then. Um, predictions then for this historic game, and I say that with not a trace of sarcasm or sass. Nor, sh- nor should there be. No. I'm gonna go for one nil to Toronto. Uh, yeah, it's a frustrating game. Chivas is defending and TFC not really being able to break through. Uh, we'll get one, but that's it. It'll be make for a nervy week. All right, Marcus. I'm going to go for uh, 3-1 for Los Poderos Petiroyos. Fuck, I should have practiced this. Uh, that's Mighty Robins in Spanish. Yes. <laughs> of course, obviously. Uh, 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 yeah, 3-1 for them and uh, unfettered frustration by the visitors between the shit weather, the pudding pitch, and invariably somebody's going to have an amazing goal out of nowhere. Somebody's going to have a fluky goal, and then they're going to lose their shit, and a good goal will be scored. So, yeah, that's how I kind of see it playing out. It's not going to be three world-class um, goals. It's going to be a fair mix of all types. <laughs> so I went 2-1 TFC. So, yes, they, they get the win, but they concede the away goal so that, yes, extra nervy week going into next week because that doesn't help very much. You know, you need a multiple goal lead going into these games in Mexico. And I I will I think the I think the the fatigue and the the injuries um on the players, the the pitch, the weather, I think a lot of this is gonna come into play. I don't think I think there'll be one nice goal and two sloppy goals. And I don't know who's gonna score the nice goal. It could come from either side. I, I have not decided yet. Um but yeah. That's my uh, that's my take on this, and uh, yeah. Which, which local know. Canadian boy gets to to be the hero this time, Norman? Who's left? Well, to St. Rickus hasn't scored one yet, has he? But he set up that one beautiful goal. The other, <laughs> 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 yes. If yes. not to St. Rickus, then obviously Jordan Hamilton in like the ninety third minute or something. Yeah, there you go. That could work. Hamilton could come as a sub and score yeah. a late, uh, the late winner or you know, the third or whatever it might be. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can get there behind that. Done. DMP supports Jordan Hamilton. There we go. There it is. Huzzah. It's about, it was bound to happen. Eventually. I propose right. that if Jordan Hamilton scores, uh, scores the CCL winning goal, 
Uh, Hamilton CPL team has to be called Jordan Hamilton FC. <laughs> would Hamilton Jordans be okay? Because that would get the basketball crowd involved. Yeah, okay. I'd accept all right. it. All right, all right. Negotiations have been had, folks. <laughs> before we end our show this week because there's another game to talk about. I know, I know. So there's actually another MLS game this week for TFC to play because um, Houston Dynamo declined TFC's kind offer to have the game this Saturday rescheduled. I know, I know. Like, they they were so nice about it. And, uh, but... No. And, I, you know, you can't blame Ham- uh, Hamilton. There we go. Uh, you can't blame Houston ah. for saying no. Um, it's not a league mandate to be nice to the clubs that are in the CCL. Uh, Houston has apparently also been, uh, they're hosting some big family day out thing. So they've been promoting these packs and selling tons of seats. No, seriously, they really have apparently. Um, so it's like a huge deal and hard to reschedule, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, what this means is that it's going to be another day with the kids. So it's off to Houston for the bench players and the Academy players. Um, I'm expecting more signings. Hey. I, bet you I bet you there'll be more TFC two signings. That's fantastic. Cool. You know, um, why not? Why not? And hmm. uh, Hey, Clint Irwin will get another start. So that's exciting. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be what it is. And and then in another week or so, by the time TFC play an MLS game at home at the end of the month, we should see the normal 11 playing MLS games now. Mm-hmm. Um, over the next few weeks, I think it's going to be quite a murky mix between uh, first team players and uh, academy players. But this game is... I they're, as, as much as they can say they're going in to be competitive, and that's great. Yes, be competitive. Kids, here's your shot. Show what you can do. You know, prove mm-hmm. that you are indeed the future. Um, but uh, I'm not expecting much from this game. Uh, I'm expecting more confusion. Maybe slightly less if it's a similar 11 to who played against Colorado. Maybe. Who knows? Um, but otherwise... It'll likely be sloppy. Um, now, Houston's not that good right now either. They are, you know, well back in uh, in the West and not exactly lighting things up. So who knows what will happen there? It, you may, maybe the kids will steal a point because they're not going to win. Nope. Nope, but we're trying, and that's, that's all we can ask for. Exactly. That's all you can ask for. We will go out there and we will fulfill our obligations by putting a team out. <laughs> Yay! Obligations. We will eleven players, and obligations. that is <laughs> obligation. <laughs> FC would sound amazing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what I'm kind of looking forward to, though, is 
you know, by the end of this, we're going to have three points from our first five games, which you know, not ideal, but it's going to make the rest of the season so much more interesting. We're going to be like chasing teams. Oh, that's and true. To like slowly reel in a playoff spot, and then you're potentially you know trying to finish in the top two. In you know last year, there was no fucking drama at all. You know, we had oh, a playoff wrapped up very early. We had first overall wrapped up you know, fairly early, really. And you know, it was all just about chasing a points record. There was no real drama to that. This time, all right, you've actually got proper things to be chasing. There's going to be meaningful, important games throughout the season. I mean, we're already 14 points behind New York City. So terrifying. It's going to make the rest of the season more interesting. So, hooray. I had a conversation with some wanker on Twitter about uh, how great New York City FC is. And, and I was trying to explain to him that this team is so good, they're actually an outlier, outlier on the pantheon of MLS teams. And he's like, no, no, they've got a great academy and they keep signing. It's like they haven't won shit, though. And he actually said, but they're in first place. And I really wanted to go after six <laughs> games. That's that's. You're calling greatness after six games at the beginning of the season where one of those teams isn't even giving a fuck about the league? Are, all right, sure, <laughs> sir. I said, let's revisit this next year. And, then, and and if they don't win a trophy, they're the New York CSC are not in the same pantheon as Toronto FC is this team right now. I don't think any of them will be. Anyway, yeah, that's great. Yeah, and, you know, right Lost. now, right now you're there – they're a big team. They got some big players. They're fancy. Yeah. They're not winning shit. Yeah. Gosh, no, like, that's so metro. That's so metro. That's all they are right now. Uh-huh. Like, uh-huh. I, I take. I'm not. This is the thing. It's not. They're not a. It's not that New York City SC isn't a, a a good team. They're a very good team. I'm sure. talking about a team that is like taking out two Mexican teams, which is something that hasn't been done yet. That's gotten to a final, like. That is, for all intents and purposes, this weird. Anyway, sorry, off track. Uh, fuck Houston. Is that what we were? Is that what we were talking about? I forgot. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Because Close we're all right. Um, player to watch. Um, is Cuba Torres still there? I don't know. Uh, somebody, Elise, he's been doing quite well. Albert Elise, yeah. Albert, right, that's it. Yes. I know I talked about him in the last, the one, the one bit there, but yeah, I'm going to say Cuba Torres again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sure, even though he doesn't play there. Um, Mauro Man- let's, let's, the, let's not let a good narrative get in the way of the truth. I mean... <laughs> Uh, going with Mauro Manotas. Sure. Who is, uh, you know, he's their leading goal scorer right now with three. So that seems like a reasonable player to pay attention to that's, for them. That's a respectable amount. So I, I think that's respectable, yes. Um, Vain Tactics, as we said. Hello, kids. Go, go, go. Have fun. Yeah. Show what you can do. Um, and I guess, you know. You Exactly. And Edgar Akeche, you keep trying to get those first team minutes. Ugh. It's not your fault, man. It's not your fault that Rosario <laughs> and Delgado are just playing that fucking good, but you gotta wait your turn. 
I do quite enjoy that he, you know, kind of come over here. He's probably, you know, maybe him or Vanderbilt had the, the big off-season signing. And said, yeah, oh, yeah. You're the B team guy. Yeah. <laughs> that amuses we'll, me. We'll play you when we can, but, you know. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty hilarious. He, he's certainly got potential. He's, yes, there are some things much. he does that look quite good. And, you know, eventually, if he gets to play with on a regular basis with people, there's a very good chance he'll end up looking decent. But, you know, so far it's amusingly mediocre. Agreed. All right, <laughs> predictions for this game. We know Houston. Uh, participation ribbons and reminder when the second leg is going to be on the telly. <laughs> I think I got this one, guys. Uh, 3-1 Houston. Ooh. Very briefly, TFC make it interesting, and then no. Who scores? Oh, let's see. Who scores? Liam Frazier. Why not? Ooh. Why not? There we go. Yeah. All right. Well, that has been our show this week. Join us next week when we look back at a hopeful victory over CD Guadalajara. Uh, talk briefly about the tragic loss to the Dynamo, except for it's not tragic because the kids got experience. Uh, yeah. Look ahead to the away leg uh, in Guadalajara and much more. Yeah. I have been joined by two of our three usual VMP panelists uh, sitting comfortably in his basement. Uh, Mr. Duncan Fletcher on the Twitter is at Duncan D. Fletcher. The Leafs are winning. The Leafs are winning. <sighs> go, Leafs, go. I don't know. Um, <laughs> in his man cave with the awesome headphones on, as per usual, uh, to be found on the Twitter is at KitNerdMark with a K, not a Q, Mr. Mark Hinckley. Uh, golf, Leafs, golf. Yeah. Mm. How's that <laughs> devil's doing, Mark? Um, it's been, it's been, uh, it's been bumpy. It's been bumpy. Uh, but, uh, if I, as I said to, as I said to, uh, my uncle once, if, if I had to choose the Leafs winning, a, winning a cup and the Devils winning the next three or the Devils never winning another cup and the Leafs never winning another cup, I would choose the latter. That's You're how much I just like. I, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck them. Seriously, fuck them. As for me, you can find me on the internet, yes, the entire internet, at KZ Knowles. I have been your host, Chris Knowles. And until next week, Toronto, get used to it. McCaddy throws a bit of shade at them all before accepting some responsibility. Hey, like it was a great atmosphere. Oh my God, what am I doing? Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea where that was going. That was amazingly 
Insane. Hold on. So method. I have to figure this out. 